Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show. Welcome to the jungle. A tremendous Friday to you. I am Jim Rome. I am live in Southern California. If you're watching on CBS Sports Network, look at the Hollywood sign. Then look at me. Then look at the other side of the glass. We are changing up on you today. Programming note, Alvy is not here. You know what that means? Jack Savage is on the board. Uh-oh! Who knows how that's going to go? We'll find out. Also, on the other side of the glass, on the back row, in the back row, Cindy is here, and it is her birthday. It's her birthday. She can cry if she wants to. She will be by the end of hour one, I'm sure. One eight, Happy birthday, Cindy. Nice to have you here. 1-800-636-8686. All right, going into the first weekend of the NFL, we've got a lot to cover, especially last night's game. You know I am all over that. Hit me up. Chalk is still here. Jack Savage is running the board. Cindy's in the back row. I'm here. Let's get it. Let's do it. one 636 8686 Hit me up on the X at Jim Rome. Email me at Rome or with me at haveatake.com. I've got an ATP coming up a little bit later on. The Big Head. We got worked last night. The Big Head and I, we are looking to get right. Big Head bets, top of hour number two, which means the first hour is wide open. Use it. Big Head, top of hour two. Michael Lombardi, former GM and a three-time Super Bowl winning executive, 1040 Pacific time. We end the show with a conversation with Preston Smith of the Packers, 1140 so in and around all of that, we have lots to get done. I've got content, and I'm looking for you to make it better. You hear that? I'm looking for you to make it better. I'll do my job. You do yours. Again, your phone number, one 636 8686 Yo, Detroit, what up, D? How are we living this morning? How is life in the D right now? How good was last night? I mean, does it get any better than that? It's almost like your Lions are a damn good football team or something. You know, like I've been hyping all offseason. You know, the kind of team that can roll into the house of the defending champs on the night they're hanging a banner and totally blow up the entire party. That good. And do it in prime time, in one of the most hostile environments in all of sports. That is a massive, massive win for the Lions, period. And I don't need anybody to come running up in here to tell me that it was actually just a hideous loss for KC. Because the fact of the matter is, it can be both things. I tweeted as much last night. It can be a great win for the Lions and a terrible loss for the Chiefs. And it was. It was both those things. Truly an exhilarating win for Detroit and truly a hideous loss for the Chiefs. Now, I'm not taking anything away from the Lions. But it was pretty incredible what Kansas City looks like without Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. As in, they look pretty damn ordinary without Kelsey and Jones. They look like they aren't winning bleep without Kelsey and Jones. Even with the best quarterback in the world. And something else, don't try to put this on Patrick Mahomes. It's the hot take right now on the X. Like every other hot take on the X. It's dumb. It's stupid. It's wrong. It makes no sense. This one is even dumber than the typical dumb lava take on the X. If you actually watch that game and you still have a few functioning brain cells left, then you know it's not on Mahomes. 
Stop blaming Mahomes. You should be blaming everybody not named Mahomes. I'll tell you where you can start. Kadarius Tony. I don't know that I would ever say that one player or one play cost a team a football game, but this dude single-handedly cost the Chiefs that football game. And really, it was on one play. That perfect pass that slipped right through his hands and right into the hands of Lions rookie Brian Branch, who, of course, housed it. If that play doesn't happen, the Chiefs probably win that game. Thing is, there were about four other plays that Kadarius could have made that also could have turned that game, and he made exactly none of them. I mean, my man sure talks a hell of a lot to do things like that. I'm not sure I've ever seen a worse individual performance by a wide receiver ever in the NFL. In fact, I know I haven't. He was that bad last night. He was straight up horrendous. This dude just ran for a night as the number one target of the best quarterback in the world, and he finished the game with one catch for one yard. Can I repeat that? This guy was the number one target of the best quarterback in the world, and he finished with one catch for one yard. (laughs) Running with Patrick Mahomes as the WR1. And somehow it gets even worse. Even worse than one reception for one yard. He also had one rush for a negative yard. So I guess I could really say minus one rush for a negative yard. Three drops on top of the zero net yardage. All absolutely critical drops with, of course, one turning into a pick six. Can I recap that for you? One catch for one yard, one run for a negative yard, and a negative six points. He actually nets out to zero yards and a negative six-point total. I mean, it is impossible to be any worse than that. So what about Mahomes? What would he have to say after that particular game? He owned it. He put it on himself. He said it was embarrassing. Look, this guy does not need to be embarrassed. Now, the one guy who does need to feel completely humiliated is the dude who actually did humiliate himself, Kadarius Toney. It's embarrassing for me to lose any time. Um, it, like I had said after the ring ceremony, I, I moved on to the next season. Obviously, it's cool for the fans to be able to see the banner and drop it at Arrowhead Stadium. Um, but it, this is a whole new year, and I think uh, I know that. And, um, and we're gonna we're trying to win another Super Bowl, and this is obviously not the way we wanted to start. And so, anytime I lose, I'm embarrassed. Um, and so, I'm gonna try to get better so I don't lose more as the season goes on. So, props to Patrick for stepping up and owning it like he always does. And no, he did not play a perfect game, but he really had nothing to be ashamed of last night. Kadarius Toney, on the other hand, did. Mahomes also said he still has trust. Quote, trust in Toney. Yeah, well, you might, dude, but you're probably the only one. I sure as hell don't. Not based on what I saw last night. In fact, I would go so far as to say that if Kadarius Toney is your WR1, you don't have a WR1. And it's pretty clear from watching that game last night, they don't have a WR1 or a WR2 or a WR3. I'm not even sure they have a WR4. What they have is a Hall of Fame tight end. Maybe the best ever. ever. But his absence showed how bare the rest of that cupboard is. Mahomes completed the ball to 10 different receivers last night, and none of them look promising. Somehow the Chiefs have the best quarterback in the world and zero wide receivers. 
But here's the thing. I don't want to short the Lions in any way. I don't want to shortchange Detroit. Yes, the Chiefs blew it, but the Lions were there to take advantage of it and actually finish that game. It was almost like they expected to win. So it was not hard to imagine Dan Campbell getting up there and saying what he said after they did win. Now, let me ask you this. Did we expect to win that game? We did, and that's exactly what we did. Because we built that fucking way, and everything we talked about was how it went down. We had to be patient, man. Offense, we go all the way down and score. Defense, we need a takeaway. We come out at halftime, we get a huge takeaway. Yeah, baby. Told you guys we're built for this We can overcome anything as long as you guys just fucking hang with it. We got a ton to clean up when we get back. But until then, enjoy this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're built for this bleep. We're bleeping built for this. He's right. That's the Lions head coach right there. Saying that they expected to go into Arrowhead and beat the champs in week one. And then going into Arrowhead and beating the champs in week one with the entire nation watching and all of their peers. And then saying afterwards, we are built for this bleep. They are. Big dude's not wrong. It's hard not to believe in the Lions after seeing that. I mean, what a testament, too, to the kneecap eater. We're going to bite a kneecap off. And a shout-out to their GM, Brad Holmes, because there is talent all over that field, talent all over the roster. In fact, I would even say this, because it's obvious. Outside of quarterback, last night, the Lions had way more talent on the field than KC did. Think about that, Lions fan. Outside of the quarterback, your Lions had more talent on the field than the defending champs. And that's not to knock Jared Goff either. In fact, Goff looked great. Goff looked great. I tweeted after the game, Jared Goff, not dead, can't quit. He's legit because he is. Like, whatever went wrong with the Rams is long behind this dude. I'm not sure the Rams are over it, but clearly Goff is. In fact, if I were the Rams, I'd take that guy back right now. This dude has got his confidence back. He's got his swag back. He's got his mojo back. If I were the Rams, I would want him back. Except they can't have him. He's not available. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It's only one game. Believe me, I heard enough of that this week. We all know it was only one game. We all know it was just the first game. You don't need to hop on the X or on the phone or fire off an email letting me know it's only one game. As I said yesterday, I am more than able to count to one. I know it's only one game. We all know it's only one game. But here's what I learned from that one game. The Chiefs are not winning bleep without Kelsey and Jones. Here's what else I learned from that one game. The Lions are a damn solid football team with a legitimately exciting season ahead of them. I'm going to put myself out there and say that after only one game. Or to borrow a line from C.J. Gardner-Johnson because he always has a line, lots of lines. They're just not the same Detroit. They're not the same Detroit. Ain't the same Detroit. Ain't the same Detroit. They're not the same Detroit, Jack. They're not the same Detroit. It ain't the same, baby. It ain't the same, baby. 
It ain't the same, Fifth. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. It ain't the same, Jack, with you there and not Alvin. No offense. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. It's worse than that. Hey, Jack Savage, this is not a bleeping fire drill. This, this is the real thing. This is not thing. a motherfucking fire drill, my G. This is the real thing. This is not a bleeping fire drill, Jack Savage. This is the real thing. I love it. I believe it. What a huge win for Detroit. What a bad loss for the Chiefs. And yes, again, it can be both those things. You know how I know? Because both those things were true last night. You know what else is true? This ain't the same Detroit. This is not a bleeping fire drill. This is the real thing. I know what we are. You should know what you are. This is not a fire drill. Yo, D, get up in here. Detroit. I've always said this about Detroit. Great football town. I know it sounds crazy. What with it being hockey town and all. And a town that's got an NBA team that's won NBA championships. I've always said it's a great football town. Despite not having a great football team. Like ever. It's a great football town. Yo, D, you have no reason not to call. I'm looking at you, Detroit. I'm looking at you, Lion fans. Get up in here. What does it feel like? How are you living? What do you make of what you saw last night? Let's not forget, this is a team that won eight of their last ten last year. That knocked the Packers out of the playoffs. They're better now than they were then. They lived up to the hype. They went on the road, and yes, Kansas City was depleted, but they did what they had to do, and they beat them down. Big, big night for the D. 1-800-636-8686. Chiefs fans, how you feeling? Let me get some reaction in here quickly. At Lanier Messenger, looking forward to hour two with the flight deck, but if he keeps up this losing streak, he will be glossed big head debts he's got to get right or he can hit the bricks pal because you are going down hey listen he's not going anywhere why because I make that call if you think that he's not good at what he does if you don't trust in him if you don't believe in him fade his ass fade him I'm not going to run him off this gambling game is hard dog it's really hard. And there's going to be peaks and there's going to be valleys and highs and lows. And believe me, we are bleeding. We are bleeding. Both he and I both are bleeding. This is not a motherfucking But it doesn't mean that it's not going to change. As far as Savage goes, he's just going to keep pushing whatever buttons he pushes. And there's nothing I can do about it. Go ahead, Savage. Just, just push all the buttons. Do whatever you want over there. I don't even care. I'm not even listening. Hey, how'd that feel? Way to go. The kid is on the board, and he's figuring out where all the sound drops are. This should be fun. Listen, if you don't respect or like or buy into what James Kelly is selling and shoveling, great. Fade him. Get paid. Talk junk. Prove us wrong. Just don't ask me to remove him because I'm not going to. At OilersFan83, Dear Jim, Dan Campbell has a huge set for going for it on fourth down inside his own 20. Unbelievable. Oh, no doubt about that. That was wild. That was a tone-setting call. 
That was a kneecap biting call. That was a cannibal call. I mean, that sends messages to everybody. To the offense that we trust you, we know you'll execute. To the defense that even if we don't execute, we're good with you. We know you'll handle your business. Which is interesting because that defense was garbage last year, but much improved. There's no turds here. No. There are no turds there. Good job, Jack. Dear Rome Skillet, I really feel for Kadarius. All I could think about last night was that your idiot listeners have been roasting me for years, and I only had one bad drop. Signed, Jessica in Texas. Casey in New Hampshire. We're not talking about baby Jessica, are we, Case? We best not be. No, I mean, honestly, have you ever seen a worse receiver game for anybody ever than last night for the Chiefs? It was that bad. Like I said, best quarterback in the world, zero receivers. If you have seven receivers, you have no receivers. If nobody can catch the ball, you have no receivers. If nobody can see the ball in and hold on to the ball, you have no receivers. I mean, Tony may as well have just secured the ball and turned and handed it to Branch, which is what he did in effect anyway. All right, so in addition to that, good to see the phones ringing. They should be. Joe Burrow gets his bag. How to take care of that. Hey, what are you doing, Jack? Am I not still talking sports? Thank you. Now, do whatever you want, Jack. Go ahead. Hit your music. I'm sure the rest of the stuff can wait. Today, I'm following Savage around. I'm no longer in control. Go ahead, Jack. Fire that soundbite or that music. Clones, what do you want when you're craving protein or you need more energy? Not bars, not sugary snacks, not energy drinks. You want beef, pure and simple. Where's the beef? It's in a package of Old Trapper Beef Jerky. Old Trapper is not your old man's jerky. Shriveled, dry, tasteless. Old Trapper Beef Jerky is made from lean strips of steak and quality spices that are smoked over a real wood fire. It's tender, it's tasty, it's not tough. And why is it so good? Because Old Trapper is a 50-year-old family business known for its relentless commitment to quality. They take smoked beef extremely seriously and you can taste it in every single bite. Old Trapper is packed with protein. It comes in four amazing flavors to satisfy all your cravings. Quality smoked meat at its finest. It goes with you wherever you go, to the game, to the gym, to the beach. So look for Old Trapper in the Clearview bag. You can see the quality you're buying. Look for it in major retail stores near you. Clones, if you do not see it, ask for it by name because no other jerky compares. Old Trapper, what's your beef? Some of this reaction is just rich. Rich. Let me give you an example of what I mean by that. So I roll out here and I open up the program, or as that one moron said earlier this week, my opening podcast. I roll out here with an opening Friday podcast, quote unquote, and I'm fired up for the Lions. Fired up for Lion fan. Fired up by what I saw last night. High energy. A lot of enthusiasm. I also cracked on KC. With a similar intensity. So, Lions fan, you would think that Lions fan would think, man, this is so awesome. We go into the defending world champs' house. We beat them down. 
a nationally recognized voice in Jim Rome fires out on his program Friday, hyping the hell out of us. We've been waiting our entire lives for this. The Lions are relevant. The Lions are good. Rome is hyping them. Man, this is good. Uh, uh, Listen to this, Lions fan. Hi, Jim. Don't get me wrong. I'm hyped about the Lions' victory last night. The rookies contributed, and D.C. is going to D.C., but let's calm down a little. The Leos remembered who they were with roughly 10 minutes before the half with a display of same old Lions football, and Casey was clearly not playing their best game. Still looking forward to a much-improved Detroit football season, Gavin and South Bend via the D. So what, Gav? Are you telling me to calm down? Is that what you're saying? Calm down. Calm the hell down. You're telling me to calm down. Hey, bro, how about this? How about you feel any the way, any way you want to feel? You feel any way you want to feel, and I'm not going to tell you how to feel. I never have. But how about you feel the way you want to feel and let me feel the way I want to feel, and y'all can stop telling me to calm the hell down, all right? Because what you're going to get all right, you know what, Gavin? I'll play along. I'll play along. I have an open mind. I will calm down. I'll calm way down. I'm sorry that my brand of entertainment is too entertaining for you. That you would prefer entertainment that is much lower energy and not nearly as entertaining. All right. All right. However, if the rule is good for me, it's good for all of you. So if you all want to keep coming in here and telling me to calm the hell down, Calm down. Let's not get carried away. Let's not get too excited. Fine. I'll play along. Thanks, Jack. I'll play along. However, it applies to all of you as well. So if I'm going to take Gavin's advice and be that guy and just settle down, you need to too. Keep that in mind as we go forward. I tried to set the tone today by coming out and being really pumped up. Really excited for you, Gavin, for your town, for your team. And you're telling me to calm down. All right. You got it. Everybody else know, if you get too excited, we're going in a different direction. I'm not here to pump you up. I'm not here to have energy and enthusiasm. I'm here to settle the hell down. I've heard it enough. Okay. Let's see if I can do this. one 800 Hey, can we meditate for a moment? Can we work on breathing for a moment? 1-800-636-8686. Let's just all calm down. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the phones. Remember, settle the hell down. Let's go to Detroit. My guy, Nate, in Detroit. Hey, Nate, what's going on? How are you? I'm great. Well, you know, Jim, I was great until that wet blanket from South Bend, which is unsurprising, throws a wet blanket on my team, on my city, on my on my state. I've been a member, a passenger of the uh, Litanica for the better part of 35 years now. Uh, and uh, I'm so used to losing. And, uh, ah, settle the hell down. You don't like Calm down, Nate. I don't need your 
Litanica references or the fact that you've been a fan for 30 years and how great. Even I'm getting worked up again. I need to take a step back. My bad. Let's see. In through the nose. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five. Out through the mouth. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. In through the nose. Hold it. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi, four Mississippi. Out through the mouth. Hey, Nate, bro, I really want to take that phone call, but, well, you know, Gavin said we had to settle the hell down. Nate, take it easy, bro. Take it easy. Did you not see in Detroit? Nate in Detroit. Did you not see the Lions revert to the Lions with about 10 minutes to go in the first half? They remembered they were the Lions. Nate, my man, I'm sorry about that, but bro, you got to settle down. You all need to settle down. If I'm going to, you all are going to. All right? Let's try this again. The tone of the show is not what I said, but what Gavin said. Everybody relax. Everybody settle down. Let's go to Indianapolis. Mark in Indy. I appreciate the phone call, Mark. How are you? I'm great, Jim. I'm top of the world this morning. Last night was... Ah! Dude, you're not top of the world this morning. You're even keel. Not in here, you're not. Maybe out in the real world, you are. Maybe in Indy, you are. But not here. Did you not hear Gavin? You just said, Mark, you said it. No, No sooner than I said to everybody, in through the nose... Out through the mouth, everybody settle down. What do you do? You come up in here, and the first thing out of your mouth is, hey, man, I am top of the world. Settle down, brother. Settle down. It's only one game. Did you watch the whole game? They looked very lion-esque in parts of that game. Listen, what do you not understand about this? You got to settle down. You got to relax already, man. Take it easy. Chill out. Mellow out. Stay neutral. Let's do some boring radio here. Boring, monotone, chilled radio. All right, Mark, you got run. Now, now that's the sex music, Jack. That doesn't work. We're not trying to get nice here. We're just trying to relax and calm the hell down. Now, this guy understands. I know this guy understands. This guy never gets worked up. Let's go to L.A. Bob in L.A. Good morning, Bob. What's up? Hey, Jimbo. Good morning. Well, I guess I'll try to be as boring as possible. But, you know, the Lions' last game, I've been a Lion fan for forever. But, you know, something happened in that game, Jim, and and I, I believe it happened to you and everybody in the fourth quarter. When we, uh, everybody's expecting, even myself, that the Lions were going to cave as usual, but it was sort of like the twilight zone. What happened, normally to Detroit happened to Kansas City. They started making all the non-plays to surely lose, uh, lose the game, like the guy dropping the pass, not being able to get the first down, letting the Lions run through and run out the clock and then lose the game. I almost fell on the floor. I couldn't believe it, saying something. Ah, almost call. fell no. on the floor. You don't like that call. I don't like that call. My man, Not if you fell call. on the floor, 
Do you then make the phone call to 911? I've fallen and I cannot get up. Anyway, to suggest that you fell on the floor would, would suggest that you were getting really hyped up. Really fired up. I'm not having that. Calm down, Bob. Calm the hell down. Don't bring that around here. Just settle down, dude. Did you not hear what Gavin said? Relax, man. Nothing to be excited about. Nothing to get hyped about. We don't care that you won 8 out of 10 games last year. That's nice. We don't care that you went into the house of the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, in an extremely hostile environment when they were fired up and tailgating early. I know I've been to that place. I know how they get. So I would say that that was an amazing win by that team and such a great moment for them. But no, no, settle down. Everybody relax. Chill the hell out. Whatever you do, what you don't want to do is be excited. And frankly, about anything. What's there to be excited about, man? Take a step back. If you see anything regarding your team or even your life that gets you hyped, that makes you feel alive, Man, get rid of it as quickly as possible. Throw it out. Don't succumb to the excitement of something positive. Don't succumb to something that feels amazing. Remind yourself, calm down. Calm down. Settle down. It means nothing. Settle down. Don't bring that energy around here. We don't want upbeat, positive energy and enthusiasm. We want monotone. We want boring we want neutral. We want vanilla. Keep it in the fairway, man. Don't shoot for the pin. Don't take that big swing. Hey, don't take any chances at all. And whatever you do, don't raise your voice. And don't get energized by any of this. No, 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 no. Settle the hell down, Troy. I mean, up until this, this moment, Troy, I love that. You're one of my favorite dudes ever. Not anymore. Not today and maybe not ever again. Am I right, Gavin? Just just settle down, all of you. Big head, you're supposed to join me next. Dude, don't think I won't run your ass. If you get in any way hyped up about anything at all, head, your ass is gone. All right? We're doing this differently. Me, I was hyped up all morning long. Couldn't wait to get on the air and give the D the love that I thought that they had earned. The respect that I thought that they deserved. Until one of their own said, just settle down, Rome. Just take it easy, Rome. All right, you got it. Don't tell me I never listen to you clones. Let me talk to you for a moment about one of my favorite products ever, HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? What it is is farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. You can skip trips to the grocery store. You can count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable, and that's why it's America's number one meal kit. Kickstart a fresh fall routine with HelloFresh. HelloFresh handles all the meal planning and shopping to deliver everything you need to cook up a tasty meal right at home. They do the hard part, and you get to take credit. And when it comes to options, honestly, more is more. That's why HelloFresh's menu includes 40 recipes and over 100 add-on items to choose from every single week. I love it. 
comes right to the doorstep, all these tremendous ideas and great meals. Find out for yourself. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Use the code 50Rome for 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. Once again, HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Make sure to use the code 50Rome and get 50% off plus 15% off the next two months. HelloFresh.com slash 50Rome. Let's just go with monotone, boring, neutral radio. Nobody get excited about anything, especially just one game. With that, I bring in the big head, James Kelly, my betting guru. Good morning, James. How are you? Salty as hell. So whoa, whoa, right. whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Bro, are you not listening to the program? Let's dial it way the hell down. Did you just say salty as hell? Just a little bit. I thought that would make Gavin happy. All right, I should be the opposite. I'm sorry. No, you're, you're getting excited, but in the wrong way. Don't, don't hit the highs or the lows. Settle the hell down. Calm down. Stay neutral. You got that? I got it. I got it. But I'm trying to figure out why I'm on if we're talking one week of football. You, you and me both. You right? and me both, except I'm just getting so many tweets or X's from people telling me to settle the hell down. Really, why are we on? I don't know. I mean, it really doesn't matter that much. It doesn't matter at all, actually. Next week, maybe. Yeah. Maybe next week, but not before Gavin says it's okay and your girl Bella, too. Not until we get the sign-off. Nothing matters until the clones greenlight me that it does matter. When they tell me it matters, you know what? Screw this segment, head. Enjoy your weekend. None of these games matter. See you later. All right, we're going to do it anyway, dude. Uh, 1-800-636-8686. All right, so week one of the NFL season did officially kick off last night. The Lions did. I'm going to say it. It was a big win. Mm -hmm. It was a big win no matter what you think. And, well, I could say that the big head bet season kicked off with Thursday night. We have taken it off the pod. We have returned it to the show, at least for now. Mm -hmm. And I've got to say, big head bets, season number four head started with a bang. Mm -hmm. You know what the thing is, though? The Chiefs were not the only ones punched in the face you and I were as well because we rolled with KC and we laid the points. I'm happy for the Lions, but the Chiefs didn't do us any favors. I'm licking my wounds a little bit. How about you? How you feeling? Well, not a big uh, Kadarius Tony guy right now, but, um, you know, he single-handedly lost that game for us. But I'm all right. I'm going to bounce back here. I know I'm going to be positive, but I'm going to bounce back. Just not too positive, all right? Just, Just don't too get positive. too excited. All right, let's get right into this. Okay. I'm all about some of these week one matchups, so let's get into this. And clones, again, if you really think we have no idea what we're talking about, fade us. Talk all the junk you want. Fade us. There is plenty of room on this bandwagon, though, if you still want to be a part of it. Head Eagles at Pats. Philly is one of the ones to beat in the NFC. Clones, settle the hell down. I said one of the ones to beat in the NFC. And the Pats are looking to stay out of last place in the AFC East. Sorry about that, half fam. Nothing personal. Just doing what the hoodie tells everybody else to do, their job. Start right there, Head. What is the number on DraftKings? How are you going to play that game? Eagles, Pats. Philly is favored by four for the big reunion weekend in Foxborough, Jim. Not only is Bacon 45 coming back, but also Fat Matt Patricia is as well with the Eagles. And because he has nothing to do with Jalen Hurts and had everything to do with destroying Mac Jones, I'm laying the four points. 
Uh, thank you, Tom. That is funny. That is funny. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Savage, right there. Savage, but what are you doing, man? <laughs> Savage, just keep the plane up in the air. And then yeah, at the end of the, the, end of the program, anyways. land the plane. I need my Top Gun music. Yeah, never mind, Savage. Don't worry about he's it. Trying, anyways, he's trying to Jim. blame it on you, bro. Yeah, that's fine. Love Bob, uh, the hiring of Bob, Bill O'Brien for the Pats, but he can't fix Mac and that offense in one game. He's working with a broken QB, as we know, subpar wideouts, and his offensive line has been an absolute mess this preseason, Jim. Not good for a team facing an Eagles defense that led the NFL with 70 sacks last season. My guess is Why are you getting so mouth. excited, dude? What are you so fired up about? I know. Just it's like the, the, the main rule of the jungle. Settle the hell down. Have a take. Don't suck. Settle the hell down. You okay. know what, dude? This bit is, is over. Don't tell me how to act or feel. Do what you want, head. Who you got? My guess is Potty Mouth Mac uh, might be ripping his ass, uh, line's ass this week instead of Fat Matt by halftime. ATS, the heartbroken mumbler, is 117.85 against the spread at home, Jim. But 9-13 and 13 as an underdog without Bacon 45 in the last three seasons. All ride with Paper Rock Sirianni, despite him being 7-11 on the road, ATS. Rock, paper, scissors. Let's see how competitive you are. Rock, paper, Sirianni. That's it. That's some of your best work, Ed. Some of your best work. So you're going to roll with that minus four. Hell yes. Okay. Write that down, clones. It also goes without saying that this is a big Duval house. I'm thinking. Here we go again. Uh, sorry, they haven't played yet. I'm thinking the Jags are going to take a big step this year. And I'm not the only one, as they are a pretty big favorite on the road against Indy. Love to see it. Now, does that tell us everything we need to know about the Jags, or is that more of a commentary on the Colts? As always, the answer is yes. Mm. What is the number in that game, Head? How are you playing it? You can get the Jags minus four and a half points right now. I'll do that. Like you said, a lot of expectations on them and really a lot of expectations for Trevor Lawrence to take another jump into that superstardom category. Sunday is a great game for him to kick that off, Jim. I can't see them running the ball that with much success against this Indy front seven, but Trevor and his new wideout, Calvin Ridley, should have a big game. The Colts are extremely inexperienced at the cornerback position. On the other side of the ball, Jim Ursay already handled Jonathan Taylor for us. Thanks, Hacker. Appreciate that one. <laughs> Love to see it. Thank you. Appreciate that. The biggest worry will be Anthony Richardson's legs. He should be on the run early and often because the Jags, surprisingly, knocked down the opposing quarterback more than anyone else in the NFL a year ago. Their tackling, though, has been an issue. ATS issues as well for the Jags. They are 1-8 in, in their last nine games as Ouch, a favorite. dude. 1-8 yes, in, in their last nine games as a favorite. But let's go with Mrs. Ursay and their, her Jags overcoming Jimmy's Colts here. Draft in the entire NFL. Are you surprised to hear that? Certainly not. The first year we. You mean her? That girl. Did Mrs. you gloss Ursay her, Mrs. Ursay? <laughs> Jags minus four and a half. All right, Jags minus four and a half. I like it. One of the best games of the week. Packers at Chicago. When I saw yes. this, I did a double take and then a triple take. Hell, I'm still looking at it. Are the Packers actually getting a point? against Chicago, who they have long owned? And if so, has that ever happened in either of our lifetimes? Plenty to like about the improving Bears. Some question marks for the Packers, to be sure. But if you can get the Packers and a point or two against the Bears, is there any way you don't take that? 
Yeah, no, no chance. Uh, I take that. Um, but the the reason why the number is that way, I think, is they don't know if Jordan Love can play quarterback. They don't know if Matt LaFleur can coach without Aaron Rodgers. And they don't know about that run defense of the Packers. I'm taking the point and a half now. I can get point and a half instead of a point. Um, so I'll take that. I think the Packers should be able to put up points against a defense of the Bears that's better but still allowed the most points in the NFL last season. As for the Packers' run D, that's going to be fun to watch. Chicago added more Maulers to an offense that led the NFL in rushing a year ago. Devontae Wyatt, Wyatt's second-year growth, he's a former first-round pick. His growth might be the Packers' key in stopping the run and making Justin Fields beat them from the pocket. As we know, Justin struggles <laughs> there. I said, uh, when you were doing this, I said, hey, Chuck, don't we normally have our <laughs> Mission Impossible music under, or our, our Top Gun music Top underneath Top Gun this? music. And this is what Savage dials up, the sad Top Gun. Oh. That's not the right part of the song, dude. It or is the right funny song. Though, Savage. Oh, my God. It, just leave it. It is sad. This is the Empty oh. Nest music or the Big Head Bets music. Oh. Man, Savage. Dude, you. It is y- funny, You. Though. You. <laughs> This is the Big Head Debts music. Is this the first segment he's heard from Big Head Bets? Uh, probably, right dude. I, I don't know that he listens to anything when he's here. Well, this is sad for the Bears here, so that's perfect music, Jack. I'm going to go with you. Since 2019, when Matty took over, only Baltimore has been a better dog than the Packers in their 72.2 coverage rate in that role. He's also 8-0 ATS v. Chicago, and Eberflus is 0-2 as a favorite. Let's Make it 0-3 Packers plus the point and a half. All right, Packers plus one and a half. I'm not going to lie. I, I don't remember the last time I was this out of sorts during the show. Man, it's just weird. And weird is normally good, except today. Weird is not good. Weird is weird. And I really am out of sorts, but I'll pull it together. All right, Tommy. so is there a less interesting matchup this week than Commanders v. Arizona and shot out of a cannon Gannon, who still will not tell us which of his two randos that he's going to start a quarterback? You know, so he can maintain, quote, a competitive advantage. As if the commanders actually give a damn whether it's Joshua Dobbs or the rookie Clayton Toon. Like I've been saying all week long, you only get a competitive advantage if you force the opponent to prepare for both of them because you don't know which one's going to start. Except I'm guessing the commanders don't care which one starts and aren't actually preparing for either one of them. And the odds makers agree with me, Head. How mm-hmm. little confidence do you have to have in the Cardinals for the Commanders to be minus seven? Right. The game might be ass, but making money off it would be glorious. Are you laying the tutty here? Uh, yes, because it's more and more evident by the day that the Arizona Cardinals hired JP the Robot to coach this team and go full-on tank. Good job, Jack. That's head? it, Jack? You still there, Head? Robot? Doesn't that guy sound like this guy, Jonathan Gannon? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Great movie. Grandma's Boy. One of the best movies of all you time. Get back right to what you're there. supposed to be doing, Head. It's not. You You kind of rolling off into a stream of consciousness and and going off course and off path. It's not making it better. My life. Dude, hey, I know, dude. That, that is your life. But... <laughs> dude, Try not to do it on the air during the uh, segment. Who you got? Uh, so the hell is going point, on around here? My point here: most ludicrous hiring and game since the Colts put that pancake flipping hot taker on the sideline last season against the Raiders. But unlike the Raiders, Ron Rivera 
better not let JP's Cardinals beat them there. I'm going Commanders minus seven. Their offense has weapons. Question is, can the offensive line and Sam Howe play at all? The good news is, though, they're going against a Cardinals defense that allowed the most yak in the NFL last season, meaning that these guys can't tackle worth a bleep and they can't. They haven't upgraded the roster. Just say yak or yak. 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 Yards after catch. Yards after I got catch you. Right I see there. you working. Something the Washington defense led the NFL in last season, so that's good for them. They should dominate on Sunday. ATS, the money and percentage of bets is big time in favor of Washington. Normally, you'd go the other way. It's like CU Nebraska, but again, JP's the cards coach. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Good. Yeah. All right. All right. So before I let you go, no way we don't hit on Cowboys v Giants. They're opening up the season. There are a lot of expectations mm -hmm. for Jarrah Atrick and the boys. Daniel Jones got paid. Saquon has leaned out. We have to wonder whether or not they're ready to take the next step. Mm -hmm. As for Jarrah Atrick, my man's on the clock, both in life and in Super Bowl mode. What do you think about the matchup? What's the number? Who you got? I see uh, one popular place has this at actually three. Three and a half, a lot, three and a half at a lot of most Ooh. of the places, but I see three here, so I'm going to hit the three. I'll lay that uh, for the Cowboys, who will be playing their first game, Jim, without their former center, Zeke Elliott. Elliott is going to snap their former the ball. Center. <laughs> well One done. One of the best moments of all time right there. Um, but don't laugh here because um, the guy behind center, Dak Prescott, is still their quarterback, and that's the important thing that that guy's actually playing. So you're taking the Cowboys. I'm going to because he's absolutely dominated them. Ten straight wins for him. 23 touchdowns to only seven interceptions against them. And he also has a new toy in Brandon Cooks that could help CD challenge the Giants' inexperienced corners. And on the other side of the ball, until the Giants' offensive line can prove they are better, I won't believe it. I'd expect Micah and his guys to wreak havoc on them in dimes once again on Sunday night. ATS. This is actually Dak's best role as well as a road favorite. It's also Dimes' worst role, ATS, as a home dog. Cowboys minus three. All right, so I, I do not disagree, I don't think, with anything you've said. Run it all back for me one more time. Eagles minus four at New England. Jags minus four and a half at Indy. Packers plus one and a half at Chicago. Commanders minus seven v cardinals and cowboys minus three at giants sunday night and just know i'm going to delete that whole thing none of that matters it's only one game all those it's games are only one game head they don't so matter and since we, they don't matter neither do you exactly and if all we right. miss them all I don't it doesn't matter it. it's only one game yeah don't don't waste our time don't bother us all right head have a great weekend let's make some money listen right. here's what i'm going to do that's the big head james kelly my gambling guru we're licking our wounds we were bleeding out, but it's a new weekend. It's a new day. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to break. I'm going to walk out the studio door to my office, hit the reset button, come back into the studio, and take control of my show again. In the meantime, stop telling me how I should feel. I'm not telling you how to feel. Don't tell me how I should feel. And most of all, stop telling me to calm the hell down. We good.
College football fans, DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season. New customers can bet just 5 bucks on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the code ROAM. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just 5 bucks on college football. That's code ROAM only on DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be present in state where lawful to wager. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. cdkng.co slash football for eligibility. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions to apply i'm doing good jim thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it there he is glad to find you all right so let me start with last night's game if you don't mind we all know the chiefs michael were shorthanded we all know it's only one game but how big of a win was that for the lions and then how disappointing a loss was it for the defending champs I mean, look, I think if you're a Lions fan, you didn't even play your A game and you were fortunate enough to win. I think you won the fourth quarter. The Lions were five for 15 on third down. Three of those fifth five conversions happened in the fourth quarter. I think one of the things we don't do enough of is analyze the fourth quarter. That's where the games are won and lost. And the Lions had 20 plays in the fourth quarter, six first downs, and they were able to convert three third downs, which helped them win that game. Uh, And so I I think that's a mark of a good team, finding ways to close it out at the end of the game. And they gave Patrick Mahomes all sorts of problems. I I don't buy the rhetoric, Jim, that that game is proof that the Chiefs miss Chris Jones. I think that game is living proof that they miss Travis Kelsey because right now they don't have enough weapons on offense. And it happened this summer, too. I think one of the things we learn in preseason is not about players, but about the overall team. This summer... Patrick Mahomes threw the 17 passes and Kelsey didn't play. And he averaged 7.1 yards per attempt. Last year, he threw 27 passes. Kelsey did play. He averaged 8.6. That difference was on the tape. You could see them struggling against Arizona in the preseason with their ones out there. And I think it carried over in the starting in the first game. Mm, Michael Lombardi is joining us. So, Michael, new topic. What about the Bengals making Joe Burrow the highest paid player in league history? And then how does that 219 mil in guaranteed money, Michael, impact the team's ability to re-sign other key guys like Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? Well, I think they can do that. Now, most of this guarantee, it isn't like Deshaun Watson's guarantee where it's buttoned up skill and injury upon signing. This is this is guaranteed as it goes along. So much like the Kyler Murray contract, every year it's guaranteed for injury, but it's not guaranteed for it's not guaranteed for skill and injury. And in the one day of the league year during the beginning of the league year, it then converts to skill and injury. So it's all guaranteed because you're not going to cut Joe Burrow for skill and it's guaranteed if he gets hurt and the team doesn't have to fund the money. So I do think they'll be able to, from a cash flow standpoint, afford uh, Jamar Chase. Mike Brown is too smart. Mike Brown understood that he, Mike Brown doesn't have a problem paying for great. Mike Brown has a problem paying for good. 
And most of us should realize that. I mean, that's where we all make our mistakes is when we overpay for good. Mm. Michael Lombardi is joining us. Critical point. So looking ahead to Sunday, I'm going to talk to Packers linebacker Preston Smith later on today, Michael, but I want your thoughts on this. Green Bay gets ready to open up against Chicago. What are your expectations for Jordan Love in his starting debut? How do you think he'll do overall this year? I think he needs to play within himself. I think he needs to just be the curator of the offense. He's got Dobbs and Watson. Both guys are on the injury report. We're going to find out later today what their status is for the game. I assume they will play. What's their health? But there's a lot of good players on Green Bay's team offensively. The line's good. The two running backs, Dylan and Aaron Jones, are really good. He just has to be the point guard. Just distribute the football. Don't try to be a hero. Convert two-third downs with your feet. Get first downs. Make some plays. And then watch his defense, which is really good. Watch this defense try to win the game up front. This will be a tough game for Chicago to block this front. They are very good on defense in Green Bay. And if we just paid attention last year, the last five games of the year, they held their opponents to 17 points. They held the Detroit Lions to 34 points in two games. They didn't beat the Lions because they turned it over offensively. So this will be a tough game. I think it's a lower scoring game, but I think it'll be a tough game for Chicago to move the ball because Green Bay can run athletically, defensively, and I think they've got ability to really rush the passer. We are talking to Michael Lombardi. So, Michael, yesterday in your Daily Coach newsletter, you hit on one of the hot, hot topics of the week, Deion Sanders, and you said this quote, Coach Prime doesn't tolerate excuses and encourages players to take responsibility for their lives. End of quote. I agree with you. Uh, look, as much as my listeners, not all of them, but a lot of them, want to tell me to settle the hell down, it's only one game, I could not have been more impressed with what I saw from Colorado yeah. last week against TCU. We'll learn more tomorrow against Nebraska. I realize it's only one game. I do. I do. Mike, but if you play this thing out, could you see Prime coaching in the NFL at some point? Do you think that highly of him? Well, I, look, I think the, the difference between the NFL and college is Prime is the general manager, the head coach, the owner of the program. And when he comes to pro football, he's got to join a committee. And you know my line about committees. They've never dedicated a monument to a committee. And so he's got a better job at Colorado than most of the NFL teams. Nobody sees it that way, but he can do what he wants. I mean, do you think some owner's going to let him walk in and fire 78 players? I doubt it. You know, said so he did it at Colorado. But here's what I think we missed, Jim. You know, we label people, you know, with prime, the, the cowboy hat, the swagger, the talk. But, but below the layer of prime is a true leader. And no matter what changes in the world happens, right? And we see it all, Gen X, millennials, all this. At the end of the day, leadership still comes down to holding players accountable, striving for excellence, and making sure you can develop competitive stamina. And that's what Dion does. You know, he's a great storyteller. All great leaders are great storytellers, and he's got the ability to communicate and connect with the kids, even though a lot of them just remember his name prime. They don't know what he did or how he was playing at Fort Myers High School down there and Sarah down there. They just know he can tell a story that resonates and all great coaches. All great leaders tell great stories. We are talking to Michael Lombardi. So, Michael, on top of that, I mentioned you are the author of a new book, Football Done Right, and it has a subtitle of Setting the Record Straight on Coaches, Players, and the History of the NFL. Obviously, you had a few things that you wanted to share, maybe a few things to get off your chest. What are some of the things that you needed to set the record straight on specifically? Like, like who and what? 
Well, I think it's really hard to win games in the NFL. I think the, I think the guys that vote for the Hall of Fame just assume winning 10 games comes easy. Let's take Marty Schottenheimer, for example. Marty Schottenheimer is the eighth winningest coach in NFL history. He's got over 200 wins if you count his playoff wins. Okay, now he's never been to a Super Bowl. He's never won a Super Bowl. His winning percentage is 61%. The man can't get a sniff into the NFL. He's only one of nine human beings that have called themselves a head coach in the National Football League. And there's been over 500 of them that have had that title that has 200 wins. He can't get a sniff. Dan Reeves drafted two Hall of Fame players, you know, took two different franchises to Super Bowls, played in the league, coached in the league, was an assistant coach in the league, can't get a sniff. I think there needs to be a criteria for letting these coaches get in. I think it's unfair. George Seifert pays a price because when he went to Carolina, people all said, see, I told you it was all the 49ers why he won. When yet we know that people that follow legends at most programs, the program falls apart. George kept it together. Mike Shanahan's the innovator of the of the zone outside zone play. I mean, won two Super Bowls. He can't get in. Mike Holmgren. There's so many people that can't get in because you know why, Jim? We don't have a criteria. And the reason we don't have a criteria is because I think the people that do the voting don't understand when you recruit or you select, it's about elimination, not finding. And so when you have a criteria, you eliminate people that don't qualify within the criteria. And since there's no criteria, it becomes a line item barter. Who yells the loudest? Who brings the most heat? Buddy Parker, if we go up to New England today, now, Buddy Parker's going to get in, but it took forever, right? If we go to New England today and we listen to them call out their third down two-minute defense, uh, the terminology comes from Buddy Parker. He invented it, and yet he was having a hard time. He won two titles with Detroit. He can't get in. You know, Clark Shaughnessy, we would not have the forward pass if it wasn't for Clark Shaughnessy. He invented the T formation. So the book is about how I think that was an injustice. And then I talk about how the draft got involved and what is the making of the draft and then how trades are made in the NFL and the impact on television in terms of why the NFL became so popular from Monday night football through to John Madden because of Brett Musburger, Jimmy the Greek, and of course, Howard Cosell. And then I ranked the top 100 players trying to bring in some of the understanding of what's been missed. For example, Jim, we would not have football in Los Angeles if Kenny Washington wasn't on the Cleveland team. When the Cleveland team moved from Cleveland to Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles said to the National Football League, either you put African-Americans on this team or you can't play in the Coliseum. Now, Kenny Washington was done at the end of his career at this point at 46. In 1946, he couldn't play in the NFL. He wouldn't let him play. And yet they put him on the team and he could have been one of the great NFL players of all time. So I just try to pe bring people aware of what's going on, of what's happened in the past, because I think we got to connect the past to the present better. No doubt. Michael Lombardi is my guest. The book is called Football Done Right. I have my copy. It's an amazing read. You should go out and get your copy. There is so much more inside of that. Michael, it is great to have you on the show. Congrats on an awesome book, and it's always good to talk to you. Michael, thanks so much. Thanks, Jim. Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you have earned doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. 
Good night now!